Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and I am so, so excited to be coming to you today because we have an episode that I know is going to help so many people. And I, I know I say that a lot, you guys, but like this one, you please, you're going to have to already put that it's saved and you listen to it three, four times because I know there's going to be a lot of value brought today um, because we have a rock star. And I, I don't say that lightly. Uh, today, we have somebody who was able to graduate college in under during around three years. She was working as an MA and she now has broken to medical device sales with one of the largest companies in the world. And through the whole journey, she just rocked it. She crushed it. I'm just so proud of her. So I already know I'm going to butcher the name, but let's try it today. We're going to, today we have Brianna Malucci. Good job. All right. We made it, Brianna. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, I just want to first off say to everybody, you know, this girl is so young and so driven and I just can't wait to see where she's going to go. She's going to have so much success. And I usually save that for the end of the show, but I already just am putting that out there because it's going to be a fun conversation. But Brianna, just tell us a little bit, you know, about yourself, you know, and, and we'll dive into there. But who are you? Yeah, so I am a first generation college student live in Florida. Um, my whole plan since I was six years old was to go to medical school. I wanted to be a doctor, never thought of anything different. So graduated uh, high school with my first two years of college done, went to college, um, graduated with my bachelor's in biomedical sciences, did that through COVID. So that was not very fun, but we made it through. Um, I got a job as a medical assistant first in pediatrics, and then I switched over to obstetrics and gynecology, which is the field that I was really interested in. So I've been doing that for about a year and a half, but I did that all throughout college. And I had never really thought about anything else until I hit my gap year. Um, so after I graduated college, I was like, okay, time to start studying for the MCAT, working. And I picked up more hours at the clinic and I realized this is not what I want for myself, but I had already signed up for the MCAT. So I took it, but I already knew it's not what I wanted to do, but I just kept telling myself, you've made it this far. What else are you going to do? Um, took the MCAT, hated it, had no desire whatsoever to take it again. Didn't even want to go to medical school even anymore. So I decided that I was going to change my path. And I looked at um, some other options, talked to some more people about what my degree could get me into. And I found medical device sales. I love it. I love it. And again, just remind the people, how old are you? 21. I just turned 21. 21. I'm just so impressed by that. I love it. Um, but I, I just wanted to take a step back and we'll, then we'll move forward. But like looking at your past, right? So you were thinking you're going to go to med school. You're ready, right? And we, we've had a lot of people want to break into this going to med school because there's a lot of reasons. What was it for you that made you be like, I don't know if I'm as passionate about this anymore? Yeah. So I think it was, I had found no desire to go into any other field, but obstetrics and gynecology. And I was sitting back watching these OBGYNs live their day-to-day -day life, coming in tired, leaving tired, always drained, talking about how they're in debt. They went to so many years of school. They're not seeing anything come out of it. Yes, they're they're, they are fulfilling their need to help others and that's satisfying, but they're, they're not getting anything else out of it. 
they're not even happy in their life. And I was like, okay, that's not what I want for myself. I want to spend time with my family. I want to be successful and see good outcomes coming from the work that I'm putting in. And so that's when I took a step back and reevaluated, like, what am I looking for in a job? Is there another career that could give me the satisfaction of helping patients and having good patient care? I'm so proud of you. And I'm, it's just so smart because the thing I say this to people that are on this show and like who you guys are listening you know, I, I've always said it makes sense to me to reach out to people to kind of try to shadow what you want to do with your life, right? And to me, that's always been common sense. And I'm finding out common sense is not common at all. And most people just watched a YouTube video and now have made a decision for the rest of their life without even checking it out, right? And the reason I joke around about that is I want you guys to hear what she did. She decided, hey, I think I'm interested in this. So I'm going to go work as an MA. I'm going to go be in the trenches for a year and a half. And through that, is when she looked, and this is, I hear this all the time. My doctors tell me this, right? Cause we were in the, we were in the same space and I was in the, in that space as well. And you know, it's like these doctors come out with lots of debt. Like you said, they're working all the time. They're not just doing surgeries. They're doing also seeing patients in the office and they're also doing deliveries and they're working 24 seven. They're on call. Like it's, it's a lot. And so the other thing I will say, because I, I get up this all the time and I see it all the time is Everybody thinks being a doctor is so rewarding for the fact of you're like going to get treated like awesome. Think about you guys when you, you see the Karen flipping out on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. That's what doctors see because these people will go and they Googled stuff or their best friend told them something and then they freak out. And then I hear this all the time, especially with my uh, like OBGYNs and what I have relationships I've made is, you know, people will get mad because they're like, my doctor doesn't listen to me. Well, also the doctor only has so much time and you want to be seen and they have to see other people, right? And so like, they're only able to do what they can at certain points. And it's, it's just, you think it's this one thing and then you, you personally got to see it, what the reality of it is. And again, this is not to say, don't do it. If you're in med school and thinking about it, like, if, like I say this all the time, if you love it and that's what you wanted to be since you were little and it, you, it just burns you on fire, do it. But right. what most people do is, they go do it for 10 years. They're in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Now you're 31, just starting, right? And now you have to work. You don't have a choice because you're in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. So now you have to work and take all the on-call and do all that work. And then you're getting treated probably not the best. And then if you're lucky in the next 10 years, you'll pay off all that debt. Now you're 40, yeah. probably at one point wanted to start a family. I don't know, maybe not. I And they like, right. So you can see where the list goes on. And so yeah. I think it's just so smart for you to actually like, Hey, I'm going to go in the trenches. I'm going to go see what it's like. So you can start making that decision for you. So good job on that. Thank you. (laughs) So again, so, all right. So you're, you're an MA. You're like, Hey, I don't know if this is what I want to do. So you start looking, Hey, maybe medical device sales. Okay. Why medical device sales? Well, I, I knew that I had a strong clinical background and I like being in a clinical setting. So I knew that whatever career I was going to go into, it had to be in a clinical setting of some sort, but I knew nursing was off the table. That didn't really excite me. Uh, being a PA was too close to being a doctor. I felt like I was putting myself back in the same position, but I knew that my personality was good for business. My family has a family business and which is the one reason I stayed away from it for a while because I got to see the bad parts of it but you know I I started researching I talked to a really close family friend that is close to retirement in med device sales 
and I kind of got like a day-to-day how did you climb the ladder how did you get started she actually got her biology degree and wanted to be a teacher so I asked her what made you want to go into medical device sales and the more that I just kept researching watching day in the life videos talking to people that were in med device sales something clicked it was like okay this is solidifying the fact that you are not meant to be a doctor so stop lying to yourself that you're going to be a doctor because you're not it's not for you and that's okay and so I just took off with the med device sales track and I haven't been happier ever that's I love it I love it and the thing I just want to touch on this because I I say this right you guys have listen to me by now and I don't shut up, but like, I don't just talk about medical device sales. I talk about life. Right. And the thing Brianna just said is like, she stopped lying to herself. She started like being really, what do I want out of life? Right. I say this all the time because most people never do that. I know 50 year olds who've never stopped lying to themselves. What do you want out of life? Who cares what your mom wants, what your dad wants, what your family wants for you. That's great. But guess what? They're not you. They don't know what you're in your heart. They don't know what you have for passions. They don't know what you're going to offer this world. I got told all the time I needed to go be a doctor that's what my dad wanted me to be. If I would have been a doctor, I would have been miserable. And yeah. then guess what? I would end up hating my dad, right? And, and that's what people don't really look at um, yeah. when you start talking about that kind of stuff is Gary Vee. That's why I love him. But he talks about it. People will do stuff, never be true to who they are. They do it because other people tell them to do it. And then first off, most of those people don't even care. And second off, then you're miserable. And now the people who told you to do it, you regret or you resent because now you're doing something you don't love. And it wasn't because you were too afraid to be you're too afraid to believe in yourself and what do I have to offer and what could benefit my life. So I just want to say, I wanted to touch on that because that is a point right there that everybody needs to hear. You were true to yourself. You were like, Hey, what's going to make me happy. I think that I was so focused on having MD behind my name and the prestige of being a doctor and I'm smart and I'm capable and everybody telling me like your, your ability to connect and empathize with patients It's just why you should be a doctor, you know? So I feel like the majority of the reason that I was so like dead set on being a doctor was because so many things were put in my head that that was my only option prior to me, like doing my own research. Nobody sat down and said to me, did you think of med device sales? Did you think something else? Nobody, nobody says those things to you. And I was just so focused on, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. And it's not all it's cracked up to be once you really see it. And I don't want to live that life for myself. Exactly. And the one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to just, I'm going to be a little edgy. As you guys know, I like to get to, but like, here's the thing. This is most people I meet. Are you doing it for you? or Are you doing it for other people? Do you really care about being an MD or do you do it because you want to get told that you're smart? Do you care? Like this is, I say this all the time. Everybody talks about, because I, and again, guys, I say this out of experience. I've met the millionaires. I've met the people who went to these prestigious schools. Guess what? They're no happier than you guys, because guess what? They're seeking validation. They say something, seeking for somebody to be like, oh, that's great. I went to Harvard. Awesome. Cool. Guess what? I know people who went to Harvard and live in their mom and dad basement and make $0. I don't give an F what you do. Like, I don't care. Cool. You went to Harvard? Guess who cares? The only people who care are the people trying to go to Harvard or the people who from Harvard. Right. I always make that joke because it's no different than medical device sales. And this is where it kind of circles back. You know who cares about getting into the big companies? The people at the big companies or the people who want to be in them. Otherwise, nobody cares what company I work for. Right. Absolutely. I went to my CPA and the only pe- reason they, kn- they know who it is because they're like, oh, nice. That's a good company. Right. Because they know what's coming in through the CPA. Right. Otherwise, I go to tell my mom, she don't, she doesn't know my company, right? So like, I just say that for you guys, again, the thing is, is it's about you. Who cares? Don't, if you're doing it for status, you are going to be let down 
time and time again, because you're going to want people to care who just don't care. And that's why you should only do everything in your life for you. And I, and I, that's why I just get real with you guys, because again, this is me going off the dark track of not medical device sales, but yeah. the only person in life that's going to make you happy is you. Yeah. Not your and mom. I, I 100% like anybody who's listening, who is even remotely considering med school, become an MA, look into it. If, if you'll know when you're in that job, if being a doctor is meant for you, there's, there's just, you either you are, or you aren't. And it, there's a very clear line, but I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, well, I'll just graduate and apply to medical school. I'll take the MCAT. I don't need a job because it's not a requirement, but had I not exposed myself to that, I would do 10, 12 years of schooling and residency gotten out and been miserable. Yep. A hundred percent. Well, again, I could talk about this all day. So I'm just, again, proud of you that you made that jump. All right. So you decided medical device sales. Then what, what, what was your game plan from there? Yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I kind of took the, the longer path. So I did exactly what you tell everybody not to do. And I started applying to any job, didn't matter with who, where, what division, clinical specialist, territory manager, whatever. I was just like on a mass applying spree and crickets, not a single thing. So I was like, okay, that's not going to work. So I ended up finding your podcast and you hit networking so hard. And I was like, okay, that is the key. I have to network. So I revamped my LinkedIn. And one of the first people I reached out to was you because, you know, there's no one better to teach you how to network than you. Um, which that led me to success, but I had to also gain the courage to not be afraid to reach out to people, which I think is a big part of, of getting over like that step to be successful and get a job in med device sales is you can't be afraid to reach out. You're going to get rejection. People aren't going to respond to you, or they're not even going to say anything nice when they do. And that was a fear of mine. And once I got over it and was like, you know what, I'm going to take it for what it is. And everybody that's willing to give to me, great. And people who aren't, okay, that's perfectly fine. And I ended up talking to just a bunch of people, a lot of people through LinkedIn. And then I used one connection to get to three more and all those three to get to three more each. And I just continued growing, you know, a network and I, that's what did it for me. I love it. And you're, you're so right. And the one thing I want to just touch on for everybody is, you know, everyone says that, especially like I talk to people, I don't know if I'm right for sales, right? Oh, I don't want to be a used car salesman, which it's not right. Like we've gone over that and debunked that myth, but also, oh, I don't know if I want to get yelled at or stuff. Well, it's not like you get yelled at every single day. It's not like everybody ghosts you and doesn't talk to you. Right. But two things, it's like a bandaid. You think it's going to be great, horrible. You rip it off and you're like, "Eh, okay, it didn't really hurt that bad. Right. Number two is you think, oh my, like I hear this all the time. I reached out to 20 people. One got back to me. 19 people didn't get back to me. And I'm like, but one did. Focus on the one. Because guess what? The 19 people don't even know you exist, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what my funniest part is. You're on LinkedIn. It's no different than when people reach out to you guys on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. And you're like, they have three followers. I think it's a fake profile. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who that person is. So you don't even care. It's the yeah. exact same when you guys are reaching out. You think people remember you? Please. Like people have a life outside of some random person who just reached out to them. And guess what? Two things. They're either like, no, not going to do it. Or number two, I'm busy. I was going to reply. Got a call. Now I'm never going to reply because I forgot. So you got to follow up, right? That's the conversations. I say this to people all the time. Right now, we just talked about how many messages and emails and everything I'm getting plus working another job and all that. 
I'm forgetting things. I'm getting people because I get 20,000 calls a day. Yeah. That's why I say on the podcast, if I didn't get back to you the first time, you better reach out a second or third time because there's times I've literally caught myself like the other day. I already know there's four people I never got back to and I can't remember who they are because I got 42 calls yesterday. You know, so like it's stuff like that. So just again, you guys going over like, hey, they're not going to reach out. Cool. And this is the last thing I'll say on this topic is one on one of my TikToks, you guys, I, I put something of like, hey, reach out, network, do that thing. And some rep who I don't even know who they are, but tells you all they need to know is like, why would I get on a call with somebody who isn't providing me value? And I responded to that person. I said, well, it doesn't even matter because you're not getting on the call anyway. Anybody who has that mindset isn't going to get on the call with you anyway. The person who doesn't care about you isn't going to get on the call. They're not going to even respond back. So cool. Now you're the people who are replying back to you. It's going to be two things. They either a really do want to help and just give back because somebody helped them or two, they want to feel like they're helping people and they'll be like, what do you want? I got three minutes. Ask me one question. Bam off. Guess what? Welcome to sales. That person's not a prospect. That person's not taking you. You take it for what it's worth. Bam, shut the book, write the name, go on to the next one. That didn't even happen, right? So I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, and I think it's a lot of that fear is also the follow-up too, because I feel like there's this stigma around you're being annoying, you're annoying people. And you're exactly right. Like people don't automatically think, oh, maybe they were just busy. We're gonna think that we're annoying them or that they didn't wanna respond. But every single time I followed up, I usually got the same message back like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I read your message I was just super busy forgot to respond and it ended up turning into a great you know 30 45 minute call but had I not followed up because I thought I was being annoying I would have never made that connection a hundred percent and that's the thing I, I we talk about this in sales until the person tells you to literally leave them the heck alone and usually it's more colorful language you keep <laughs> talking and reaching out like I say this all the time my manager five messages Five messages I sent her without her ever responding. She didn't respond to me until I got in touch with her old ASR and then reached out on the sixth time and finally got a message. Yeah. Right? I would have never got that job if I would have just stopped and not been networking and sending those messages, right? So again, it's until they tell you to leave them beeps alone, you know, you just keep going. And, and just so you guys know, I, had, I always say on this, but like I had one manager tell me that. They used some exclusive language and told me to leave them alone and not such a nice way, guess what? I didn't feel any bad. I'm like, okay, take him off the call list, take him off the email list, and on to the other 300 that I'm trying to reach out to, right? Because you just need one. So, all right, so you decided this is what you're going to do, networking. Guys, what's the secret? I just had a call. What's the secret? It's networking. All right, I don't know what else to say. I don't know how much more clearer to say it. The only way you're going to get into this job, number one, is by networking. So do not ever call me and be like, I don't know what to do um, because network. Also, just side note, um, this is neither here nor there. Uh, just know my name is Jacob. I've had several people over the last week being like, what's up, Jordan? I'm like, I don't know how to respond to that. Oh so if you guys are going to reach out to me, that's just a little joke and a little fun. I'm poking some fun at some people, but at least know my name if we're going to uh, jump on a call and talk. And not just my name, to anybody you're reaching out to. At least call them the right name. That's the ah. least you guys can do. Uh, but again, more fun. So, okay. You got it. Now you're with the top company in the world. We got there. Okay. But what did that kind of look like? What did that interview process look like? How did you have that success to land where you're at with one of the largest companies in the world at only 21 years old? Yeah. So just some like transparency, my process was five weeks to the day. So from my first 
HR screening interview to my actual ver verbal offer discussion was five weeks. Um, there was some prep work for that. So I was telling you earlier, but had I not reached out to you, I wouldn't have even gotten the job, which I feel like this is a very important note to make. Um, when I applied, my application wasn't even in the application pool. For some reason, even though I got the confirmation email, my name was not in there. So had I not been able to reach out to people that were currently on the team and in that territory before they even started looking at candidates, they would have never seen my name. And it actually took them like reaching out to me to say, hey, are you sure you applied? Because we don't see it there. And they actually just forwarded my, my resume that I had sent in an email after a conversation. And that's how I ended up getting in contact with HR and the territory manager and the regional manager. So had I not been able to connect with other people through you and LinkedIn, I would have never even gotten this job. So my five-week process was grueling. There was multiple interviews every week. I was constantly reaching out to people that worked for the company or had experience with the company. Um, so I spent a lot of time and effort in those five weeks, even though it's, you know, I'm happy about this, but a lot shorter than, than most people have to go through, yep. but I was constantly, you know, what can I do better? Give me some feedback, give me critiques. I ended up buying your, you know, your ebook and making a book and going to Staples and getting it bound to bring oh. to person interviews. So I was really putting in. My regional manager at the end said everything but the kitchen sink is what he said I did was throw everything in there but the kitchen sink. So I just got chills. Weeks, those five weeks felt like a lifetime. But that one call of just saying it's you made everything worth it. It makes it that much sweeter. That's what I want to make it very clear. But I want to make this really clear to everyone listening. Did you take a five week vacation from your job when you were doing this? Absolutely not worked full time worked full time you guys so i like i get so passionate about this the amount of people i'm going to keep it pg today um where it's like yeah but i work a full time job everybody works a full time job well at least i hope you do right but that just shows us you don't want it right do you really want this like i get so passionate about it because everyone's like wow it's so great you're working with doctors you make so much money you have so much freedom yeah everybody wants that job right and you think by Oh, you have an excuse why you work full time. You have an excuse why you can't put together something, why you can't go all, go the other end, why you too scared to reach out to somebody. That's why you guys never get hired. That's why, exactly. for example, the reason I'm just going to say this is that's why <laughs> when I got on the call and I just, I told her off air with Brianna, I was like, I knew within a minute she was going to break in. I already knew she just needed a little guidance, but I already knew I could tell how she carried herself, how she came prepared, what she was, where she was at. That's why I reached out to one of my close friends. I don't do that with everybody. Right. So first off, don't call me and be like, hey, saw you got someone else a job. Can you just give me one? No, because I will make sure to never text you back or call you again. Yeah. Um, but number two is I just say that because look, it, it goes into that relationship. And by me doing this, I sent her to somebody who is very well known in that area. And it led to something else. But it's because she came prepared. I could tell how hard she worked. I could tell that she was very well put together. And that's the thing I like we got on calls when she was in between the process. And the one, one I just want to mention on this one is I already knew she was the front runner. I was communicating with my dude and I let her know, hey, you're looking in a good spot. But what I made her to know is most people will get in that front spot and then they take the foot off the gas. 
And I told her, this is when we put our foot on the throat and you go, right? You're putting foot full throttle now that you are, because now we're not leaving it up to guess where your manager says you threw everything, but the second or chicken kitchen sink. I'm so kitchen sink at us. That's what it's about. It's giving them no other option. It doesn't matter. Someone else had other sales experience that you didn't have. It doesn't matter that people are more or more age well, right? Like they say mature, but mature is just a state of mind. It's not actual age. Cause I know a lot of 50 year olds that are childs. Like it's going with that and being able to show why you're the right candidate for this position. And there was no doubt in their mind and why you got the job at only 21 years old, because what you did and what you brought because of who you are. And that's the one thing I'm just, I want to like pound in the pavement to everyone. You guys hear how hard she worked. You hear that she had a full-time job. You hear that she was reaching out to hundreds of people. You hear that she went above and beyond and bought resources that she went and got things to set herself apart and put herself in situations that were going to make her successful. And that's what I need you guys to get because I get too many calls and I, and I, you guys can see me get passionate, but I was just telling Brianna, I, I get calls from you guys all the time. I just had a call from uh, someone today. Yeah. So I listened to your podcast. What advice would you give me? What do you think I make these podcasts for? Why do you think I have Brianna come and tell you how she's 21 and just work, got in with the largest company and she just oh, for the last 30 minutes told you exactly what she did to get hired. And then you guys are lazy. And if you can't do that, guess what? You're not getting a job. You're not going to break in. And if, even if you do bottom of the barrel, like that's what me and Brianna were talking off air is like, I get real passionate. I'm not getting people in here to just be the middle pack. If you guys come in and you're just average, like screw that. Like that's some people's minds. I will never understand it. And that's, that's the thing. And that's why we connect. But also what I want you guys to know, that's why she at 21 years old has already accomplished something so big that most people that are 30 can't get into. Right. And that's who you're going up against. Just remember that. Like I say that all the time, you're going up against her, you're going up against me. And guess what? We don't come to lose. And I'll be transparent. It was hard because my, my position that I just took is not in my area. So all of my in-person interviews that were during the week, I had to figure out a way to make them work. So, you know, last minute I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Can't make it in today. Like, sorry for the, you know, the last minute notice, but it was super important to me to make sure that I was making it on time, you know, wouldn't have to reschedule. So when they said, Hey, interview at nine o'clock, two and a half hours away, I was like, okay, interview at nine o'clock. And I was in the car at five 30. So it's not easy, but it's rewarding. And if you're meant for the job, you will put in that time. You will yep. put in that effort if that's what you really want. And I think that that was a big push for me is I was just, I want this job and I'm going to get it. Yep. And nothing was stopping me, whether I had to call off, stay up late at night, wake up early, spend money, whatever it was, I was going to do it. Yep. And that's called passion right there. And you can't replace that. All you people who just want to get in because of money or free time, you're never going to win. It's that's what's going to win every time. Um, so I love it. I, again, you and I could talk all day, but I do want to just keep it somewhat short uh, with these guys. So first off, they're going to reach out. People are going to reach out. It's fun. Like I just told you, we have had other guests. They're texting me today. They're like, hey, I'm having a bunch of people reach out for the podcast. Love that. Um, I love that you're able to give back. But you already know the question. Hey, I don't have sales experience or I'm in the similar shoes as you or I do have sales experience, but I'm trying to break into medical device sales. Yeah. What advice can you give me? What would you tell them? Yeah, let's start off with not having sales experience. I didn't have a single ounce of sales experience. But the first question 
that I was asked in one of my interviews is you don't have sales experience. How are you bridging that gap? My answer right off the bat was to talk about the networking that I've already done. That's a huge part of the job is getting to know people, not being afraid to reach out to people. And when I pulled out my spreadsheet of everybody that I've talked to, the date I talked to them, the notes from our conversation, they were like, well, I guess that answers that question. And that was the end of it. I totally shut that question down because I proved before I even got to that interview that not having sales experience wasn't going to stop me from knowing how to get through a sales conversation. Closing at the end of the end of the interview was a big thing too. You know, that, that really sealed the deal and showed that even though I don't have sales experience, I knew what the sales process looked like. And my biggest piece of advice to anybody that wants to break into medical device sales is talk to people. If you get the chance to do a ride along with somebody, do it. Watch day in the life videos, but no, it's not always pretty, obviously, but, you know, reach out to people, talk to people from different companies, different divisions, different job titles, and see what interests you the most and run with it. And don't yep. let anybody tell you you can't. Love that. And that's... Uh go back and listen to that 12 more times. All right. That's what I'm just going to say you guys, because the only person holding you back is you. The only excuse of why you can't break in is you. Um, and so I want to put that, all right, Brianna, let's give you an opportunity. Where can people reach out to you if they would like to reach out? Yeah, you can reach out on my LinkedIn, my Instagram, Facebook, any social media, um, under Brianna Malucci. Um, you can find me, feel free to reach out. I have absolutely no problem helping anybody. I would love for everybody that's interested to feel the gratification and satisfaction that I have right now. So I'm willing to help anybody that's willing to help themselves. Yep. And Brianna, I, I say Brianna all the time. Brianna, I'm sorry. That's Brianna, okay. uh, you know, that's what we talked about off air. So I apologize on that. Um, but yes, you guys reach out. Like I say to everybody, she just got in with the top company. She's very busy. She has a life. If you guys are going to reach out, please come prepared because there is nothing more than a slap in the face to somebody willing to help you when you don't even help yourself. You don't come prepared. You're, you, haven't, you haven't even watched the whole video. You just saw a clip and then you're reaching out. That's, it's disrespectful. So if you guys are going to, make sure you come prepared. And then also, like I always say, don't be a creep show. Uh, we don't like <laughs> creep shows on this show. So don't be a do creep, not. right? <laughs> so yeah, if you do that, we'll have bigger problems, but don't be creepy. Uh, so again, we just truly appreciate you taking time. I'm so proud of you. I know that you're going to come in and you're going to crush it and you're going to be a VP at 25. And I'm excited to just to watch to your journey um, to that. But Rihanna, I'm just, I'm proud of you. And again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah. It wouldn't, you know, be possible without you. So all the thanks to you and I am more than willing to hop on a call or help anybody as much as you have helped me because that has made the biggest difference. And I want to give back now that I'm in the position to do so. Yeah, I'm proud of you. And I knew you would be great and you're going to, you're going to continue to be great. But to everyone listening, if you guys can press that like and subscribe button helps us grow the channel on YouTube. If you guys are listening to a five-star review helps us grow to more people in the podcast. And then I do want to just touch base for you guys that are listening. The course is now open for August. The big announcement for that is we now officially have funding. Uh, the biggest thing I didn't want is to make it to where you guys, it is an investment, right? I, I don't keep that a secret. It is an investment. But what I can tell you is I know this investment is worth the investment because I know guaranteed you 20 to 30 X first year, right? Right. When you get hired, you already 20 to 30 X your return. And then 
you go in the rest of your life. And I joke around, this is what I've been talking to people. You could be in medical device sales for the next 10 years and suck and you'll do over a million dollars, right? And that's if you're making a hundred grand, right? And so I just say that I know the investment and I know it can be scary, but that's why I didn't want that to be a problem. We've got funding available. So if you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out. We can set up a Zoom meeting because I say that I only accept five people. I keep it very close, but it's fun for me. People who got in the course only four weeks ago, we have two. Uh, one person's going through the final interview with J&J in two divisions and also another top company. Um, I better be careful on what companies I'm saying out there, but also just, you know, seeing people that have come in to the course who didn't even know what medical device sales was five weeks ago and having them in final interviews and top interviews with top companies. It's a lot of fun. Um, and not just it's the course is all self-paced. You do it at your own time, but also I coach you guys. We do weekly calls by weekly calls. We get on zooms. We get the, it's not just one and done. And so I hope you guys can get that from me. But again, if you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out. Happy to set up a Zoom call. I make it nice and personal so we can talk and I can answer any questions that you have. Uh, But if it's just you want to just have a conversation and find something out that you can Google online, um, A, don't do that because just Google it online. But B, if it's you just want to connect, happy to connect, reach out on LinkedIn. I do want to just say this, you guys. I was telling Brianna, I'm literally like with a new job, with everything that's going on in my life, you know, there's, I'm well over 100 emails and messages and everything a day calls. I used to say a hundred a month. Now it's over a hundred a week. And so again, I am trying to stay afloat. I am stuck. I'm working with you guys, but also at the same time, I'm about to be with a company that I have to grow that. That's my, that's my thing. So I'm trying to be as strategic as I can be with you guys. So if you guys are going to reach out, come prepared, but B, if you guys don't hear back from me, follow up, because just like I said, it's already happened where I pick up, I'm going to respond to someone, I'm going to call someone and I got 17 messages at the same time and I have to get on a call, right? So just feel free to reach out. But I just want you guys to know how much I appreciate you. You guys feel free to reach out on LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin on TikTok, new to medical device sales, Instagram, all the above. I'm happy to get on a call, but we just want to say, Brianna, thank you so much and proud of you and excited to watch your career. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And we will see you guys on the next one. Peace.